0: One, you can't act out of fear. Correct. So so solution to not acting in fear is to move knowledge to skills. Mm, Because when you move knowledge to skills, you confront reality with your
1: knowledge and you find out where you're wrong. Welcome to Thrive in the Future podcast, positive solutions to help you thrive, designing your intentional life, homesteading, gardening, and rediscovering culture and tradition. Before we get to the episode, check out our sponsor, Homestead Padre at Smith Homesteads. That's smith-homestead.com. This features Homestead Padre's own hot sauce recipes. It's got everything from hot sauce that's just slightly more hotter than Tabasco to Scotch Bonnet hot sauce that'll melt your face off to Flaming Mango, which is a sweet type of hot sauce. These are his own recipes. I like them. You would check them out if you go to smith-homestead.com and use the coupon code thriving, you can get 10% off. Also on there, he's got candles, he's got soaps, crafts and other things. Go check them out on smith-homestead.com. Now let's get to the episode. Okay, welcome back to Thrive in the Future. Perpin's still here, so we're going to talk about what does it take to thrive in the future? Thriving in the future. And how does it differ from what we've been thriving about so far?
0: I think so far we've talked about what is thriving. Mm-hmm. We have talked about how it is we plan to thrive, how we reach thriving. Those are all several episodes we've done in the past. But I don't think we've right. really dived into why thriving in the future is won the name. We kind of done it, but sure. what, why? What is so important about thriving in the future? And how does that apply to where we are now? And I would say, firstly, to thrive in the future, we have to be practicing thriving now. True. Because all we can really
1: see is the past, and we have our now to start steering the future. Right, exactly. Everybody's like, oh, well, this is going to happen. This is That's going to happen. I need to do this because this is going to happen. And it's always that, that prepping and eschaton. Mindset, if tomorrow was the same as today, you wouldn't necessarily be thinking like that
0: you're also talking about acting out of a fear, sure, and that's not thriving yeah that's not thriving that's surviving you you, you are in a forced crisis point rather than a voluntary crisis point-hm mm-hmm. a crisis decision point
1: a decision point yeah
0: you're you're in, you're in a forced crisis versus a voluntary crisis mm-hmm. Rama emanuel is don't let a good crisis go to waste is all from a manager position of forcing everybody to a decision. Right. And he's controlling and driving the crisis because he needs them to make decisions. So he creates a crisis so that they will get off of go and make a decision.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: It happens with globalists, statists, tyrants, and sales, marketing people to us all the time. They are pushing us into a crisis, so we make a decision, and they try and engineer that crisis so that we make the decision they want us to make.
1: Sure. If you solution, don't realize course, that's it. what crises crises are for, then everybody's all up in arms about a crisis. Oh no, it's a crisis! so oh, we don't want everybody wants to avoid a crisis and have like this steady state. So do you remember uh, Y2K? <laughs> Y2K.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Year 2000 is coming. The four-digit date's going to break the whole world. Mm-hmm. And all these people showed up that were going to sell you solutions. Mm-hmm. Bullets, beans, Band-Aids. They took a crisis that was developed by other people. To push their programmers to fix a computer problem, the programmers are like, yeah, yeah, we'll fix that someday. <laughs> sure. I have an and, interesting and story about
1: that actually, but continue. there's a lot of fun stuff about. No, it, but no, there's it. an interesting uh, outcome story from that. So,
0: but that that started the survival movement. Sure. Which became the prepper movement, mm-hmm. which at this point is the homesteading
1: movement. Yeah, I have a and friend who still has buckets of beans from Y two K. Cool. Does so he want to sell them at a discount? Or is he still <laughs>
0: holding them for the Escaton he believes is coming? <laughs>
1: uh, <does laughs> Sorry. He know The question is, does he know how to cook beans that are dry beans? I don't know. Probably I not. I do. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really funny? and This is my side story, is that the mainframe programmers
0: mm-hmm. –
1: got by through Y2K by kicking the can down the road by taking it and saying we're not going to change to a four-digit year because that's too much work. Mm-hmm. So we're going to make everything before 20, 1920, and everything after 20, we're going to make, you know, the 2000s, right. right? Problem was they kicked that down the road, and then now we're 20 years later, and we're dealing with the same problem because now – we're past twenty, right? You you want to know something?
0: In the Unix world, I think in almost all the cases I know of, in the Unix world the computer actually runs on Unix time.
1: hmm
0: We're talking about a display problem. Okay. So 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 and act, acting out of fear. That's what Bitcoin is. Uh huh. For a lot of people, Bitcoin is this acting out of fear.
1: How am I gonna get through I think most monetary of the people collapse? Will. I get criticized because I'm not Bitcoin Maxi enough. Because it's like, oh but well, the, you know, it's all about it's all about investing. It's not about fear. It's not about well. See, the problem
0: is to. they got there out of fear originally. Uh huh. Then their eschaton didn't happen. Two thousand eight, two thousand ten, and the other financial crises didn't cause the collapse of the monetary system like they thought, and so they doubled down. Mm-hmm. If you want an explanation, that. Go back to Cyprian's episode sure, where she sure. explains where you double down, you double down, you double down, you end up in this religion that isn't relevant. Correct.
1: Okay. Back on topic. So what does it take to thrive in the future? One, you can't act out of fear. Correct. That, 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 so, but I think you
0: stay out of So solution to not acting in fear is to move knowledge to skills. Mm, yeah. Because when you move knowledge to skills... You confront reality with your knowledge and you find out where you're wrong. Mm -hmm. An example would be you and I dove really, really deep into cryptocurrencies, took programming classes, took what is this really, then tried to implement the GSD token and then went, oh, Mm -hmm. because we hit some real roadblocks with adoption the support that that would need to make it work and when you actually gained skills and started working with it the picture became completely different you're not a bitcoin maximalist right because you did something other than turn on a node and can you continue to read and talk about propaganda talking
1: points and well, rhetoric it's so also, it's also what's the value right if you can't turn it back into dollars then 99.9 percent of the people aren't interested Right. But you know that because you've moved
0: from knowledge to skills uh-huh. with programming a wallet, sure. with creating a token, trying to get adoption. That, that That skills, that experience, that moving it into actionable and how do I maintain this taught you more than you will ever get reading or listening or talking about it on podcast, right? You Uh move from theoretical to real world. It happens with gardening, right? Right. You don't grow squash. Mm -hmm. You may Mm -hmm. may plant the squash, right? Yeah, my favorite squash. You keep trying. Yeah. You keep trying.
1: I keep doing it.
0: Which is good. Right. This time, But that's that's different than everybody that's read the gardening book and how do I survive. If I plant 10 uh, squash plants per person, then I have enough squash for the year. Mm Mm-hmm. Marked in my my spreadsheet, put on my plan. I've got this little section over here that I will turn into a garden when the world ends and I will plant squash (laughs) that I have sitting in my buckets, right? That's all knowledge. (laughs) Yeah. When it hit the real world and they say, okay, now take the duct tape and go out and collect the squash bugs. Yeah. Right? Till you've gone out there with duct tape and collect the squash bugs, you don't have any real
1: experience. Right. You do not have a skill well even yeah you said you you even said i marked this area out but i'm not doing it yet right so it there's too many people experiencing the meme and they and they think that that is knowledge they think that's skill when it's not skill it's just a meme in their head
0: i have solved my fear with a knowledge plan
1: Knowledge plan, uh-huh.
0: and I didn't take it to skills and confront reality with it to find out what's wrong with my plan. Right? right. They didn't take a, it to a, crisis a, and a
1: decision point.
0: Th- th- this is to act on it. Right. This is the Mike Tyson meme. Right. Everybody has a plan until they're punched in the nose, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. you punch in the face, yo, Everybody's got a plan. Yeah. Taking that plan and putting it in the real world, instead of acting out of fear. Sure and saying, okay, I've solved the fear. Now I'm calm and I can relax and I can just keep buying squash seeds and putting them in seed vaults or buying the, this is what you need for your emergency garden plan box, right? of so seeds, mm-hmm. right? You are gaining actual skills. And the more of those skills you get, you actually start doing the things that you wanted to do, which was discover reality, discover your purpose in life, discover what's important to you. And that's thriving. Mm-hmm. It seems, it's really, really boring to grow a garden. right? This is the second part. You've got to embrace the ordinary stuff. You've got to go out there and weed when it's hot. Sure. It's no fun. No fun. It's no fun afterwards. It makes some funny stories about, you know, the day where I almost had heat stroke. Uh, yep. But those ordinary things are what actually connect you with life and reality and therefore are actually rewarding. Mm-hmm. But you have to go through the drudgery, the humdrum, the ordinary, the boring, those yep. ordinary things. You have to do that a bunch before you recognize
1: that that's what's happening. And then you got to make it a skill. Yeah. So don't be the person. This, this happened. So usually we have a seed swap with our regular Northeast Kansas group, right? Right. This year we had some other groups that we incorporated into a seed swap. And somebody brought one of those um, survival seed vaults. Cool. A
0: milpa mix. Let's see if any of it works.
1: Yeah. So then I said, okay, so, you know, have you tried any of this? No. Um, How old is this? I don't know. I got it from somebody else. Okay. (laughs) You need to take some of this and you need to plant it because it's probably ancient and, you know, very little of it's going to grow at this point, mm-hmm. you know, because seeds, depending on what they are, they they trail off in viability and you're going to have, you know... Whatever. I, I
0: remember uh, Stephen at uh, Terroir Seeds, right? Yeah. Talking about how he rearranged the seed room because they had the seed room and the packaging room together. Mm-hmm. And so you'd go in there and you'd flip on the light and you'd package seeds and you'd send them off. That flipping on the light to just fill seed orders for the day was causing a degraged, de- degradation in the sproutability of the seeds in storage. Really? Right. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's one of his interviews with Jack Spirko. Hmm. Interesting. It's, it's several years back, and I okay. sat there and went, oh my, right? But that happens for light, for heat, for cold, for right. those temperature, all, all those things that affect seed life and germination. Sure. Mm-hmm. So a metal ammo can full of seeds goes through a temperature fluctuation all year, even if it's under your bed. Sure. You take seeds out. You know, This is one of the things I learned when I was market farming, right? You buy two pounds of seeds. You don't take two pounds of seeds out there to the garden with you, right? Because they're going to get hot. They're going to be exposed to bright sunshine the whole right. time you're out there planting. So you, you take seeds and you set them out inside, right? And you bring a certain set out and you plant. You take those back, you refill your water bottle, you take the next set out and you plant. Mm -hmm. Right? So that you're not taking, this is my whole bucket of seeds, right? Right. That you may or may not plant today. That you may or may not plant today. This is, I bought seeds for the whole year. Mm. Right? And you can't I don't need to take two pounds of radish seed out to the garden when I'm going to plant four rows today. Good point that's a skill I watched seed degrade because I did that and then I thought oh yeah this
1: interview I listened to X years before oh my so how to take it from the how to take it from the meme to the action how do you how do you do that you go back to our habit episodes mm-hmm. and you
0: listen to how to build a habit how to do set, keep your New year's resolutions right, right. it's the same process. I want to garden in the future mm-hmm. whether it's out of fear or because I want a connection with the earth and you take that it's step by step right you you're reading one entry in the seed you order some seed catalogs you mm-hmm. get online get some physical catalogs so if they're sitting there around the coffee table and your wife's annoying you with when are you going to move those catalogs so you're moving them around you're picking them up you're looking at them right
1: The well, seed catalogs in my house are coffee table books
0: I understand. You end up there, right? <laughs> yeah, but, that's what I but, like but, about it. But, but, but the first person starting, right? Right. You, you you put your first two seed catalogs on the table or they come in the mail and you're nagged by everybody about leaving them around. Yep. When are you going to do something with those? Why don't we just throw those out, right? Yeah. And then you start reading entries, one entry at a time, right? This is a great time to do it. It's summer. If you've already missed your garden, or oh, right now, anyway. Start reading those. Mm -hmm. Go online. Get physical copies. Don't leave it as a website because that's, oh, yeah, next time I sit down with my phone, I'm going to look at that. That's not going to happen. You're going to be on Twitter, and you're going to be arguing about uh, the aliens versus the lizard people versus the politicians. Sure. Or whatever your thing is, right? (laughs) That's where you're going to end up. You're never going to go look at that website. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Go to that website, set up, get a physical copy mailed to you and that copy will arrive and that copy will be around and it'll be and you're reading one entry at a time and then you're ordering a packet right and then you're planting them Mm -hmm. right you go through that whatever the thing is you break that down and if you can't break it down and get those steps on yourself by yourself then you find somebody who does consulting coaching project management for life design and you have a call with them and you keep accountable with them and you pay them right and you work through that out and in that process you might find out I my intentional life is not gardening hmm. And then you work out with that person well what is it right Some of us need that some of us can do it on our own to me it's so secondary to take knowledge and apply it that it's very hard for me to imagine people can't but I've learned that they can't. I read a book and I go where is this applicable Where is this applicable if the book is never applicable I stop reading it
1: right. Correct, yeah.
0: That's right. Right. Uh, if I'm reading a coding book on how to code stuff, where is this applicable? If I am reading a book on gardening, how is this applicable? If I'm reading fiction, who? which of these characters lines up with people I know so that I can understand their psychology better? Does this really fit? Are these people real? Are these characters real? One of the things I love about Jane Austen is her characters are real. Right. They're real that is how people act. Mhm. So I will go back there and read those occasionally because that informs me and helps me remember how other people act. It's an applicable thing. You're always that that's one of the ways I do it. But you break it down to the small step that you can accomplish. And then you just keep building from there. If you have that bucket of seeds, maybe you take a couple of seeds from each one, take an old spice jar, put some water in it, soak it overnight. Drain the water off of them and see if they sprout, just like you would sprout some other seed. Sure. If that's they're radishes or broccoli or
1: something, you can eat those sprouts. Yeah, a lot of people don't. That's one of the keys: is a lot of seeds you actually have to soak overnight before you plant them in the ground. Sunflower seeds much much you yeah, know longer than that. It, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know, even even like normal not uh, radish seeds stuff like that is does better if you soak it overnight.
0: Right. But you need to find out what those are, right? Read sure. about planting them, listen to other people's stories, but do it. Mm-hmm. When you do it, you make contact with reality. Otherwise, you're just living in your head. And your head is not reality. It's this impression full of inserted memories, inserted knowledge, facts, and people will fight hard over those facts. They're really just in their head. Hmm. That's the memes. Right. And as you build skills, right, you do this process and you take it to the real world and you build those skills over and over and over. You build confidence and you build real confidence. And when somebody on Twitter says something that doesn't line up with your thing, you might go, well, that doesn't work for me. And then they start calling you names. You're not insecure because you're confident. You know what you know and you walk away because there's no point because, you know, they're trapped in this knowledge circle. Mm hmm. But this is how you thrive. you you got to dive and do those ordinary things. You have to carry buckets of water out to the chickens in the middle of winter. Right. It's terrible. And you splash the water down your shoe, and you're trying to get back to the house before your feet freeze. But you got to get it done, and the chickens need it, and they're depending on it true you have to learn to use that new program that everybody in the community is using to chat with and control it so that you're not off in something right if it's instagram you're looking at how you're going to do instagram If it's telegram you're looking at what can i do this to make this more anno- less annoying that's how i learned that you can put a different notification sound for each chat room and telegram mm-hmm. or you can mute one So my ones that are sending hundreds of messages a day, I mute them. I check them once or twice a day or once a week or something, right? My important chats of my most local people, family, then Scott and on DMs, because Mm -hmm. we talk a lot. And it's important stuff. It's not memes and other stuff. Then, you know, like Thriving the Future might be in there. They all have one set of ringtones. So when one of those goes off, let's start with family. Family's got theirs. Scott's also in that. A couple other people are. That one, I know when that notification sound goes off that I want to pick up my phone and check it. Mm -hmm. When this other one goes off, I don't go pick it up because, yeah, they're important, but they can wait till I'm ready. And these other ones are muted or they're on this third ringtone or notification sound so that I know, yeah, okay, that's definitely ignorable. Mm -hmm. And it's different from my ringtone and it's different from my text message one, right? right? You get that from looking and doing and learning that app. It's ordinary. It's boring to go through the settings menu. It's boring to read the documentation.
1: Yeah, and we'll have one of our next episodes is going to be ordinary and mundane and and living and thriving in the ordinary and mundane.
0: Thriving is found in the ordinary. Uh-huh. And we can leave that detail for that in episode, right? yeah. <laughs> And I think the other part of thriving the future is learning to be a fool, or appear to be a fool. I mean, there is a lot of or intimidation. so
1: fool meaning it's okay to be wrong, right? Correct.
0: It, it's okay to be wrong, but it's okay to look stupid to other people. Like uh, we, yes. we, you, you talked about uh, building New York with Cyprian, right? Sure. Noah looks like a complete idiot and a fool for over a hundred years. For over a hundred years rain what are you talking about water falling from the sky you are a fool you are an idiot
1: yeah because a boat what is a boat technically it didn't rain before that time yeah right if
0: you are going to become an arc builder and you are going to do that you are going to look like a fool to people because your information is coming from outside the paradigm mm-hmm. and on a minor level There are a lot of people that will think you're stupid for growing peppers on your patio. Now it's a meme, so don't grow peppers. I mean, I had a lot of people that thought I was stupid because I was growing lettuce in flower boxes on the patio in the apartment. Mm -hmm. But I was on a west-facing window, so I wasn't getting light most of the day, or patio. So those flower boxes worked for that. They got the light they needed because they do okay in shade most during the hot of the day the flower box was self-watering and that worked small root zone right all that worked i could grow radishes and lettuce it looks stupid compared to all the flowers and the peppers and the tomatoes and, but i had greens
1: right okay yeah, you couldn't grow tomatoes or peppers in that in that situation but greens would be fine
0: i could try and that but i
1: I did try things
0: right and i look like a fool a lot of times and the end solution that worked for that situation looks even more foolish but not caring about what people think there allows you to get to a point of thriving sure because that's how i found time time grows really well in that same light condition right time grows really well Time, you know, time T H Y M E the herb. (laughs) Sorry, that's
1: like a quotable. That's (laughs) time. Time time grows really well in that situation. I was like, right. Well, that that, that is true.
0: When you're when you're in the ordinary, time grows really well. Because because life is life is fulfilling. You're not living those implanted memories. You're not living the meme. You're living real life. Right meme encapsulates a truth about life but it's
1: not real life yeah and we've talked about before is that so many people are sharing memes and then they get that dopamine hit and then they don't actually do anything after that hey i shared this and then they got the dopamine hit they go on to their day they're not actually doing anything whether it's taking action on something or Gardens, or not lawns, something.
0: right? Right. Gardens, not lawns. Garden, not lawns. Garden, not lawns. They think they've done it.
1: Yep. Food, not lawns. And then they haven't done it.
0: But they think they did because they posted the meme. Mm-hmm. That, that's what skills get you out of. Right. It gets you out of that meme. And then you're doing all the ordinary stuff to make that happen. And you discover things like, well, uh, why am I growing tomatoes? Maybe I need a plant or two for some fresh ones, but it's so much easier to buy from the farmers market from the guy that's got the surplus in the middle of summer and can mm-hmm. from that. Mm-hmm. When I could be spending my time growing Egyptian walking onions and other things that just take care of themselves, yeah, year after year, multiplying that's my the abundance. This year.
1: That's my strategy this year is to plant more. Peren- I had that in an episode a few episodes back plant perennials mm-hmm. and then right. intersperse them with annuals. Right. And
0: that shift is real thriving. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of ordinary
1: there. And in the ordinary, time grows well. Yeah. So I'm not, I have lettuce interspersed, annual lettuce interspersed with perennials the lettuce is starting to bolt. So instead of having one huge bed that mm-hmm. I planted with lettuce that is now going to be idle and maybe can't do anything with because it's hard to get things to sprout in June, July. Um, then I got just little little pieces here and there in the middle of a perennial bed mm-hmm. and stuff. Those will either fill in with more perennials or, or I can stick something else in there like a pepper or something without having one big huge bare area right
0: and yeah those are the things that are going to take to thrive in the future and Mm -hmm. it's learning to do those now so that you're thriving now so that you're thriving in the future
1: Mm. right
0: but it takes contact with reality sure and you do that through practice
1: praxis (laughs) (laughs) that is exactly the same time that's perfect praxis yes That's what practice is for.
0: You could say in some of the circles we're traveling, that's what living the life of the church is. Uh Uh-huh. From that ordinary comes culture. This is the
1: way we do it. Right. This is the way we teach other people to do it. Mm -hmm. That's culture. Hmm. Perfect. What else do we have on this? Or is that a good stopping place? I I think
0: that's a good stopping place. (laughs) Okay. The big takeaway solution is if you can't do it yourself, contact somebody and get help. Mm -hmm. Somebody else that wants to do it, help each other. That's not working. If you have to, pay somebody. I hate that solution, but that's sometimes what you need to do. Mm -hmm. Or at least trade something, right? Right. I mean, you know, go find a person that's got it. Somebody that's doing that, do what you have to do to spend time with them or get what they need mm-hmm. or make it so that they can live.
1: Thank you for listening to Thriving in the Future podcast. Like us and follow us on your favorite podcast app. So lately on Thriving in the Future, we've been talking about things that you may not hear on other podcasts. So if you like what you hear, then shoot us a tip on Cash App at $thrive in the Future at Venmo at thriving the future or join our patreon at patreon.com/thrivingthefuture you can get early episodes you can get extra episodes with with perpend some of the examples are last year we did a a tour of watkins mill and you can really hear the difference of where perpend's mindset shifts to wanting to go to an intentional community in Kansas City, and then also to the monastery. In addition to that, got the extra episode with Cyprian, whole 25 minutes where he talks about crypto, he talks about risk to your wallet, and also what is a cargo cult. That's on the thriving Patreon, patreon.com, Thrive in the Future. Next time on Thrive in the Future podcast. Coming up on Thrive in the Future, there have been a lot of comments in a previous episode on how Purpin doesn't know what the future holds for him and how he handles the uncertainty and not knowing. So we'll talk about that. Also, what there's power in learning how to say no. Do you know how to say no and how to appropriately negotiate that out? Also, type one errors in permaculture. Those are the kind of things where something went wrong. Maybe maybe we don't go all the way to the point where it's ponds and things that are put in the wrong place. But how do you handle errors? How do you handle failure? That's coming up on Thrive in the Future.